Hello and welcome to BSE once again. With me, Alex O'Hagan. And me, Joe Bill. We've got uh, Matt West coming up later on the phone from West Fight Company, a UFC clothing range promoter. Also, we've got exclusive news on the new England manager. <laughs> you know what I mean, Harry. And also we've got a bit of something extra. We've got internet stories. Yeah, weird news from around the world. It's back. All right, we're going to start the show, as always, with uh, football. Uh, yeah, a lot's happened since our last... It's only been a couple of weeks since our last one, but England are not going to Austria and Switzerland that summer. So uh, summer holidays will not be cold this year. Next year, we'll be going to uh, to hot places rather than cold Austria and Switzerland is quite nice, I think. Is it? I think so. I, I, I would you pitch... like to be there? Uh, yeah, but I just always picture it with snow and, you know, Nazis. OK. <laughs> OK, so since that's happened... England are out, and Steve McLaren is out of a job. Yes, he is, yes. And uh, the current FA are talking about getting a new bloke in, but we've we've had exclusive news today who that is. So who is this person, Joe? Break it to me. I haven't heard this news yet. Well, let's introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, the new England manager. Mr Frank Bruno. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, I'm back and I. OK, Frank, what are you going to change about the England side that, you have, that Steve McLaren didn't do? Well, you know, I'm going to uh, bring in David Beckham on the right. Uh, I'm going to keep uh, Wayne Bridge at left back. Uh, Wayne Bridge at left back? Yeah, left back. <laughs> so, sorry, what was that, Frank? Uh, Frank Lampard, even Gerard in the middle. But this is, this is, we've seen this before. Uh, have you? No, 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 no. He's gone mentally and He's gone mentally again. <laughs> okay, we spoke to Matt West on the phone earlier who is uh, the head of West Fight Company. They've got their own website, westfightcompany.co.uk, and they sell clothes, uh, fighting clothes, equipment for mixed martial arts and wrestling and UFC. And we've got his take on the upcoming pay-per-view on the 29th, which is UFC 75, I think. Yeah, um, we thought we'd just sort of let everyone know the new sports around. Yeah, Um so here's what he had to say. Right, kids, thanks to uh, Jay Money in A-Town, I'm going to get to have a little bit of a ramble on about MMA to you all. We've got the upcoming UFC 79 on December the 29th. Now, for those of you who know a little bit about MMA, I'm going to give a little bit of history to those who've been living under a rock or in a hole with a badger or whatever. Basically, MMA um, is a collection of martial arts and they're they're sort of brought together under one roof in the form of UFC, Elite XC, Cage Rage in the UK, Cage Warriors, various promotions. Basically the UFC is like the premier league of mixed martial arts at the moment, some might argue. Um, They got all the baddest boys in the world pretty much coming together and having a little bit of a ding dong and see who's packing it the most. So we've got coming up UFC and to be honest the card isn't that sharp. But there's a couple of big fights on there which people have been looking forward to. We've got Matt Hughes versus GSP, and George St. Pierre, who's stepping in, in fact, Matt Serra, who's been injured on um, just training, just hurt his back. But they were looking forward to a big fight between him and Hughes. There's a bit of bad blood there, but GSP has stepped in. He's going to fight Matt Hughes in the, a rubber match. So it'll be the, the third match these guys have fought together, and it's one for one so far with them. So they're going to have a bit of a ding dong and see what's what there now. Matt Hughes, not a massive fan, he's a bit of a buck. Um, GSP, good guy, seems pretty humble, exciting fighter. Hopefully, he'll take it to Matt Hughes, but Matt Hughes is a pretty strong guy, wrestler, farm boy, from uh, back out somewhere in the 
in the sticks of a man because they don't have a lot to do really other than fight and chase goats and things I guess and then eat pie and wrestle so I think maybe he might be a little bit strong for GSP but GSP he's a tough guy fingers crossed he'll pull out an early knockout he's pretty good on his feet and in the first round hopefully he'll do it but if not Hughes might take him a bit more of a distance if it goes beyond the end of the first round and Hughes is starting to lie on top of him and work a bit of his lay and pray magic then uh, we might see Hughes take it to him now but it'll be a five round fight because it's a championship fight so it's going to be five five minute rounds so it's going to be a long one but hopefully a yeah, GSP with the early knockout on that one the other big fight is going to be Liddell versus Silver and these guys they've both been in pride they're pretty much or were the big dogs of the light heavyweight division so 205 pounds and uh I don't think they've ever fought before, but they've fought all the top guys. Liddell is one of the best lightweight champions the UFC's ever seen. He's fought in Pride as well. And uh, Vondelai Silva, he's fought pretty much everyone there is in Pride. Nicknamed the Axe Murderer, he's a bad man. Liddell's a bad man as well. Both awesome at stand-up. So they're going to go at it. Thanks to Matt West there from westfightcompany.co.uk. I suggest you go online to the website and have a look at the stuff they've got on offer. It's going to be the new thing. So we've got, uh, the next thing is television. Have you been watching much TV recently? Um, I've been a bit busy at the moment, but one thing I've been watching is Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, I love Gordon Ramsay. He is, he, if I didn't have a father, I'd probably try and attack him. I, I really, I'm in love with him. And the people in there are imbeciles. I know. Why, if you're going to invite him down to your restaurant, do you then not do what he says? He, they go, they're all idiots. Uh, a guy the other week, he's not God, he's Gordon bloody Ramsay. And I know, and it was just like, you know, if Ramsay got angry, he'd just kick a child's face off or something but he comes up with good ideas keep it simple and they want that guy the other week had pants stuck yeah. to his wall yeah. and wanted to serve fish but he didn't like fish nutter I love Gordon Ramsay just jumping the gun slightly going on to music yeah who would you like to see have a Christmas number one this year well it's going to be X Factor regardless why they're always number one aren't they we get, we get the Rid Ridian will win the Rid. I don't even watch it, and that's how. Oh uh, no, Ridian is amazing. He's got the best hair in the world. I only watched the, the beginning bits, really, but Ridian's good. He seems quite like men in this show, Alex. You know, oh, no, you this... love Gordon Ramsay. Oh, the... You like a boy's hair. The women in it are just the most repulsive people in the world. You've got some woman. It was on the t- paper the other day. Uh, Beverly gets mobbed in KFC. That's the <laughs> highlight of her life. What was she getting? I don't know what she's getting. She said. She... It made it all worthwhile doing the X Factor because she got mobbed in KFC. Did she get a family bucket? By the looks of her, probably to herself. Yeah, any sides? Any s- sides, you know, it's American. Oh, right, sides. Beans. Um, I reckon, coleslaw. I don't think she would have been a coleslaw girl. I reckon it would have been beans and a Viennetta. No, music, come on. Okay, yeah, we had a request from... Uh, who who wanted us to talk about music? Oh. Oh, Teriyaki Chicken. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a code name. Yeah, uh, she wanted us to talk about music... Because she thinks she's such an indie girl. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, you know, I, I don't like to get into discussions with music because everyone's got their own music tastes. And uh, I was just... I, the only reason I brought up music was just to find out who you'd like to see have Christmas number one. I mean, I, I'd i like to see an old celebrity, you know, who's fallen on hard times. Um, we won't say Beadle this time. Do you reckon Keris Matthews will be up for a... Uh, oh. She could do a duet with... What's his name? Mark Bannerman. Yeah, what's his real name? Mark Bannerman. No, what's his real name? Lee Stenders. Oh, 
DeMarco. Yeah. Gianni or Gianni. something. Gianni. So I want to see... Let's let's start a campaign now. <laughs> right now, Gianni DeMarco for number one. With Keris Matthews. Featuring Keris Matthews. Featuring... And, uh, well, she's Welsh. And Tom Jones is probably getting on the act. Yeah. He can't resist. No. With his plastic face. Moving on now to internet stories. Oh, yeah. Just to remind you actually Alex we had two complaints last week from the horse lady what was her name? Patty Cooper Patty Cooper it wasn't her that complained but we had two complaints from members saying you know that they didn't find it funny that she was dragged around by a horse we found it funny so fuck off okay internet stories this week I've got I've got a couple for you um, I'll choose my best one okay go on then uh, twins have different dads okay okay alright um I'll run you through the story. Okay. A Chinese man is suing for divorce after discovering that he is the father of only one of his twins. <laughs> Lee Wang of Nanjing City said he noticed the difference between the babies the day they were born. Reports Long Yu Network. The baby. Hold on, hold on, stop you there. Difference between the babies that were born if they're twins. Yeah, I don't know. I know they're you can get. You know, identical though, are they? Okay. Yeah. True. Go on. Go on okay, then. I'll get. I'll get the. Uh, I don't know. Okay. The quote uh, is: "The baby that came out first was much bigger than the second. <laughs> Who was very weak and sickly, he said. Lou? I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. L-I-U. Uh, Lou? Lou. Who's Lou? Uh, <laughs> Down the road. Nags in. Lou. Says he started started to be suspicious when the smaller baby turned out to be to have a different blood type, along with the fact that he doesn't look like him. Lou has his own had his own and the two babies DNA testing and discovered that he was the biological father of the bigger twin. My wife had admitted she had sex with a former boyfriend after we got married, he said. Doctors explained... What, the same day... The doctor explained it's quite rare, but possible since a man's sperm could survive for 72 hours in a woman's body. So, literally the same day? Yeah, it must have been. So, she's had it all over the place, unprotected. Mm. Dirty. And what's your other funny story? Uh, another funny story. We want both of them, do we? Yeah, go on, the other one. The, the funniest other. Uh, it's, it, to be honest, it was a bad week for funny stories. I've got a few here, which we may use, because we, we haven't got a lot to talk about this week. Grandmother saved by daughter's poo. <laughs> a grandmother who contracted a potentially fatal superbug in Scotland. Mm, they're always, see, they're always at it, aren't they? The, the jocks. Has been saved after a hospital fed her daughter's faeces to her. Now, who even came up with the idea, firstly? No, I don't believe it. How's this from Scottish name? Ethel McEwen, an 83-year-old from Guardbridge, Fife, was near death after contacted Clostrium difficile, the Daily Record reported. But she was saved by receiving a faecal transplant from her daughter... A faecal transplant? From her daughter, Winifred. Wouldn't that just be sitting on... That, I don't... Yeah. Or injecting it straight into your stomach and then putting it straight back out. I don't know. We're in dangerous territory here. Yeah. The treatment involves liquidising a sample of faeces from a close-resistive patient and feeding liquid down the tube into the stomach. The treatment restores the bacteria levels, which they help the recovery process. Um, when we tell people about the treatment, they wrinkle their right noses, said Miss McEwen. But it's not like they... Wrinkle their noses? But it's not well, like... You smell it. It's not, <laughs> it's not like they put it on a plate and you have to eat it. That no, gives a whole, whole new meaning to morning breath. <laughs> you don't ever see or smell a thing. What, again? I don't know. People with blood transplant and kidney transplant, what's the difference with this? Uh, uh, there's not sweet corn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it possibly couldn't, you know, jump up and bite her. Also, this week, uh, this is a uh, another story. Is Britain's favourite word? What's your favourite word, Joe? Hmm. Favourite word? Because there was a survey done by 2,000 Brits, right? And they were asked to choose from a short list. So it's already shortened down, okay? From Sausages. 
It was chosen from 16,500 words in the Cambridge English Dictionary. Now, already it sounds dodgy, because I thought it was the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah, but they won the boat race this year. And Ubisoft, who made computer games, have been speaking about it. It's a very interesting story. The word was nincompoop. Nincompoop. Um, nincompoop. Also another facial transplant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft spokesman Mike Masuku said... The results demonstrate a passion for language and the sentiment we attach to words, such as love and mum. Because love was second and mum was third on the list. Who's going to go, what's your favourite word? Mum. <laughs> and, I, I, I love my mum. She's an nincompope. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Because in my pub where I've worked for a while... You your know, pub? Well, it's not my pub. You know, I, I work there. I don't own it. Um, we've got a collection... For uh, you know the children of the school across the road, and it's what's co- wrong with them. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. Well, it's for their garden. garden. It's for their garden. Are they children in need. Every child's a child in need. Okay. I need another cake. You know, uh, satire, satire. Yeah, it's for uh, and, and we've seen this this week that uh, the British reading tables have gone down. We're down to fifteenth out of twenty-one, aren't we? Uh, in the world, worst. Oh, reading. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's only twenty-one countries. Well, I'm a bit dubious about this story, Joe. Well, a lot of countries can't read or write, can they? A lot of countries' governments don't lose vital information as well. Yeah, true. But I just thought, am I going to give any money to a collection where the children wrote on the front of the bottle, help us for our garden to grow? Not good grammar. (laughs) I'm not giving anything. Where's this money going? Agreed, agreed. (laughs) It's coming towards Christmas now, so everyone's getting in the festive mood. Yeah, we're just... We want listeners to write in on Facebook or email in what their worst ever Christmas present was. Um, I know what mine was. Mine was three, four years ago. I got a pair of socks. No, two pairs of socks, sorry. Okay. From, it, it was kind, you know, it was my great aunt's present. And uh, she said, you know, I, I'd really like these because that's how all the boys from Romford wear their socks over, <laughs> <laughs> over their trousers. I, I, Brilliant. I thought, okay, this is going to be good socks. I got them out, they were white, and they said Joseph on them. And then when you put them on, across the toes it says, it's friendly and full of fun. So if you're going out on a hot night... In Romford. In Romford, do you reckon you're going to pull with that sort of statement on your socks, Joe? I'll go with yes. Are these the kind of socks that you roll over your tracksuit bottoms? Yes, those kind of socks. I liked them, and many of my mates from Romford did too. I have never really received... It's just... I, I mean, I hope my aunt isn't listening. I'm sure she's not. She doesn't really like me. She always buys me books. And now when you're younger, the, the last thing you want is an educational book, right? So I went through all my life getting educational books from her at Christmas. It comes to the, I'm about 18, right? No word of a lie. She gets me Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just don't understand the thinking there. I mean, if, if you could send in your recommendation, what's the worst Christmas present you've got? We'd like to find out. Just post it on Facebook or um, we're open a discussion topic. You can drop it in and maybe we can mention them next week. I've got to buy a pr- present for someone and I'd really like to just wind them up and I can't think what to buy them other than something that they'll have to keep paying for. Like, you know, How do you mean? I've adopted uh, John the Gorilla or something, you know, give £2 a month and then they have to do it because otherwise, you know, they'll think the gorilla is going to die or something. I don't know. I just want something that will really wind them up where I think, yeah, thanks for the present, but I hate you for it. I mean, vouchers are always good. Vouchers? Yeah, you... there's no thought in that, is there? Yeah, but you know how much you're getting, don't you? Well, you might as well just give us money it's then. It's like Gareth says in the office, you know. Give me a £5 voucher from 
Oh, although, well, yeah, just give me money. Just give you money. But basically, all vouchers are are money that you can only use in certain shops. Yeah, they are waste of time. Vouchers, don't get me started. The only vouchers that are good are two for one. On no, they're not vouchers, are they? They're like deals. <laughs> if someone put in your Christmas card, buy one get one free for a packet <laughs> of Weetos. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I've got a Christmas story to tell you, Alex. I don't know if I've told you before. Um, my family are quite religious, and, you know, we go to church uh, on Easter. You go to church? Well, no, I only go at Easter and Christmas. So you when know. are you religious? When it suits you? On big days. Big days out, you know. Easter. The main days, the main attractions. Yeah. So you're, if you're a Manu fan, you're not going to go to the the Oldhams. You're going to go to the Arsenals. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you've Well, I, I um, sort of see Christmas Day as the FA Cup. Okay, what do you see Easter as then? Oh, the Premier League. <laughs> you think Easter's better than the FA... Oh, well, it depends what you think. Easter's better than the FA Cup? <laughs> oh, you think better three than eggs. Is Easter, be- is Easter better than Christmas? Oh, no. Well, then. But I prefer a cup. All right, okay. So yeah. yeah. We went... Anyway, I went out on Christmas Eve one year and... Had a little bit much to drink. Okay. Um... And I, I woke up the next day and my parents sort of said, yeah, come on, we've got to go to church, you know, it's a done thing. Christmas Day? Christmas Day, this is like 8 o'clock in the morning. Is this, do they give you on Christmas Day an orange with a candle in it? Or is oh, that Easter? No, that's before Christmas Day, that's the Christmas Day. Because don't waste my time, alright? Don't offend people. Uh, and I, I went in there, I started to feel a bit woozy, it was very hot in there, it was packed out. So this is, is this Christmas Day? Or Christmas Day in a church. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot of... I, don't I mean, it's not recommended. It's not as if Christmas got anything to do with religion. Not anymore. Yeah. All about yeah. Satire. Yeah. And uh, I passed out in the church. In front of a lot of people. <laughs> Is that because it was so boring? or No, because I was You were pissed. so drunk. Uh, right? Yeah. I'd had too much to drink. And my dad had to carry me out of church. And apparently, I, I don't know if it's true, but they clapped me out. <laughs> <laughs> as if you I was... remember thinking, nah. How many years ago was this? Three. I was like, you know, I was so into my religion that I, you know, I I passed out. You've been in America, this is perfectly acceptable yeah. behaviour in a church. God, well done, that boy. Well done. He wanted it that much. <laughs> See you later. Clapped <laughs> out. Okay, well, Joe's clearly trouble when he wants to be. So, Joe, have you ever been in trouble with the police or anything? Uh, only once, when I was 11 or 12. That's the only time. I've... 11 or 12? No, yeah, well, I've had other stuff where, you know, they've sort of told me off and said... Yeah, don't go around jumping in people's hedges. Joe is from the drug capital of England. But no, yeah, the one time I was thinking of, we went to the school proms in uh, the Royal Albert Hall. And obviously, at that age, you you can't be bothered to listen to hymns being sung for three hours. And we were on the top row. Yeah, so, but surely you were going in there knowing that it was going to be hymns being sung. Yeah, but I wanted to go for the crack with my mates. Right. But, but um, you know, as I didn't know, they they were all into hymns. No, no, seriously. Uh you know, we went for the break, and I went and got, you know, a hot dog. Or, was it a hot dog? Hot dog? Last night at proms? Maybe it wasn't a hot dog. But I went and got a can of Coke, anyway. One of my friends, I won't name him, gobbed off the edge, edge of the top balcony onto the people below. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. and I thought that was quite hilarious. Because you, you what, 15 or something? Oh, no. 12. <laughs> Listen up. Take notes. And, uh, if I'm not listening, who else is listening? So I thought, to top that... Because I was that sort of person. I'd pour a can of coke off the edge. Which I did onto the people below. And uh, I got stern talking to by the teachers. By a few of my classmates. And the police afterwards. And that scared me for life. Now I'm very good. I once uh, at school. Talking about pouring cans. 
I wasn't the nicest child at school. I was alright, but I used to talk a lot. And and uh, there was this teacher who was hairy. Um, I'd previously locked him in the caretaker's office on April Fool's Day. Um, and it it was one that it was last week at school, and he had this really shitty car. People used to stick apples up the exhaust pipe, things like that. People used to put. I mean, me and my friend used to put sawdust in his sugar. In his office, and we used to put um, white paint in his milk. Which think about it today, oh my God. it is quite disturbing. <laughs> also, he once came back to the classroom to find his toolbox, every single item taken from it, and glued to the cupboards around the room. But anyway, I don't know what this teacher had done to deserve this. One day, I decided to take it upon myself at lunchtime to jump up and down on his car and pour Rio Light all over it. And be surprised when I was caught. He then asked me to wash it. He was in such a state when I did wash it. He, he didn't ask if I'd already washed it. Like, he just thought he assumed I had because it was so dirty. And I got off. It's got free. But so there's a lesson for your kids. Uh, yeah, the lesson is... Do it over your teacher's car. You'll be fine. But don't put paint in your teacher's milk. Today's been a bit of a washout. Not the best people turned up. Um, I'd like to apologise. This is only our third podcast. and we need We need material from them sending stuff in and, and that. Uh, otherwise we're quitting no, so, not to be quitting. honest me and Joe this is the last time we saw each other was the last time we recorded a podcast I think we're just two little people we're just, just us two in, in, a room. in a room and uh, if anyone can give us any info we'd be very grateful fortunately Matt West of westfightcompany.co.uk go on the website as uh, nice has yeah thanks he has come up with something you know who would win out of me and Alex in a fight and who what kind of fighters do we look like Behave like. Represent. Represent is a good word. Represent. (laughs) That's in that Cambridge dictionary, isn't it, again? And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's let's see what Matt West had to say about who we'd be. Those two, they're pretty much the parallels of our man Joe and our man Alex. We've got Liddell, 6'2", not Joey. Rangy, good punches, nice strokes, fashion boy, Mohegan haircut. And then we've got uh, Mr. Silver. Who's our Alex? Slightly gorilla-esque, a little bit hairy, likes the juice, and they're going to have a tear-up. It should be good, I think. Probably with those two, I'd like to say Liddell will take it. He's been a more active fight, although he's just come off a poor loss to um, Keith Jardine. Awful fight. They both look terrible. And before that, got knocked out pretty quick by Rampage Jackson, who's come over from Pride. He's now the light heavyweight champion. But Bond Light hasn't fought since the end of 2006, I believe, and uh, he's coming off the back of two losses as well. Um, obviously, he's looking to prove something. Liddell's looking to prove something, so it should be a good scrap. Now, otherwise, we've got our two men. Who's going to win have a fight between them two? Now, our big men, Liddell and Silver, pretty much the main men when it comes to stand-up. Well, we know our boys, they can just about stand up on their feet, but they are wicked at WWE on the PlayStation. So, think probably with them two we might see an early flurry from Joey with his uh, ginger rage face on and there if he can push the pace with Alex early on and we might even see an explosion of silverback monkey action possibly some sort of whirling hammer fist windmill style punishment and uh, they might eat it out to some sort of split decision I'm not sure who take it we might need to actually run this in some sort of real life environment I reckon it could even be a draw so we might leave it to those boys to prove me wrong. Um, that's about all I've got to say at the minute, to be honest. Thanks to Joey and uh, Alex for letting me ramble on. If this is nonsense, I'm sure they uh, just get rid of me ASAP. Otherwise, 
I might get to speak to you all again soon. Thanks for listening. Matthew West, signing out. Bye. Okay, Joe, it's competition time. Competition time. Um, just a little note. If you want us to promote anything for you, send us an email saying who you are, what you want to talk about, and we can get you on the phone like we did with Mr. West today. It's competition time, though, and we've got up for grabs... Well, we're going to try and throw a couple of things together, maybe. We've got a DVD called On The Beach. Um, it was, it's, a DVD, it's one I found lying around. It's still sealed, and it's based on a best-selling novel by Neville Shute. Good, good man, Neville. Um, it's starring Armand Asante, Rachel Ward, and Brian Brown. How would you spend the last few days on Earth on the beach? A- apocalypse is closer than you think. You've got to be fifteen. Yeah. Um, and I've got some CDs. You can probably. probably I've got. Them. I've got a CD you can have as well. Uh, but maybe we should save that for next week. It's Crazy Town. Uh, crazy Town. <laughs> yeah. You are butterfly sugar, honey. Baby. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. He looks like Jeff Hardy, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay. So competition. Yeah. All I was gonna say is, if you want us to promote anything. We can give away stuff for you, you know? Yeah. Uh, for example... We'll keep some of it. Um, if you want us to promote PlayStation... Stony! If you want us to promote the PlayStation 3, send me and Joe a PlayStation 3 and we'll give away the controllers. Did you say Stony or Sony? Sony. You said Stony. I said Sony. <laughs> okay, so... So, yeah, what's anyway. The competition? On Facebook or on our email, which is alexandjoe.hotmail.co.uk. Yes, well done. Or fa- our Facebook group is simply... If you type in... I found out if you just type in podcast on Facebook, we're like one of the first results. Really? So um, that obviously means good things. Also, uh, yeah, just type in BSC and we'll be on there, I'm sure. Yeah. Quiz is, can you send us your best excuse as to why you haven't done your homework? Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay, so what's that? Post it. I'd probably, if you are on Facebook, I think it'd be better to post it on the group. Yeah. So other people can see your results. Because otherwise the emails, we've got to waste time next week and I've got to wade through the shite that you that might be sent We're in. just two little men. Yeah. So until next time, I guess. Yeah, until next time. Which, hopefully, send in any ideas because we're running dry. Oh, and by the way, I, I, just to, to bring it up, I didn't appreciate uh, the picture of Mick Hucknall. Well, DeVito wasn't very good either. <laughs> and I don't know who it is. Paula for sending in the picture of... A bad guy from Bond. Yeah. A little midget. What's his name? Little midget fella. I can't remember what oh, he's called. Um, it's not odd job, is it? It's, no. Um, it's, yeah. Why would it be odd job? I'm not vertically challenged. You'd give a dwarf a run for his money. Uh, because of Joe's gangly. <laughs> gangly. <laughs> I'm not pit crap. See you next week.